Before we get the show started, waiting on the guests to get here. It should be here any minute. But uh, before we actually get the show started, I want to first thank whoever's listening, whoever's been waiting on episode five to actually drop. I want to thank them. I want to thank the people that subscribe. Uh, what else do I want to do? I want to get to some intro music. Um, and I want to let you know what we're going to have on the show today. We're going to talk R. Kelly. We're going to talk uh, music. We're going to talk about the people in Colorado, first cousins that actually got married. Stop texting me. Why does everybody want to text me? Um, the first people... That actually, well, first cousins that got married in Colorado. We're also gonna talk the. Damn, I got my notes. Anyways, just fucking tune in, listen to the shit, and enjoy the music once I actually find exactly what I wanted to play. Let me see, let me see. Ooh, I found it. Alright, guys, listen to this. This shit is great, and you'll love it. Back cocksuckers, episode five. We here, special guest in the building. I've been away for a while. I was busy, you know. College gets in the way. Don't be texting me. Who is that? Oh, fuck, fuck her. Yeah, let me uh, mute that. Anyway, like I was saying, I was busy, but guess what? It's spring break, and I at least want to knock out three, three more episodes. But. On another note, we got a special guest in the building today. We got Ghost the Kid. Yo, 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 Ghost the Kid on the mic, bro. Here we go. This nigga. I'm with my nigga. <laughs> I'm with my nigga, Mikey B. Day one, for sure, for sure. Mikey B. The Don, cocksuckers. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. No, Instagram is Bam Mikey B. What's your Instagram? My Oh, my Instagram? Yeah. It was at Ghost the Kid, G-H-O-S-T-T-H-A, Kid. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna drop uh I'm gonna drop his SoundCloud link in the bio when we uh wrap this up. So when I publish it, you wanna check out a couple of his songs and we'll play a song like on the outro so you guys can hear what, what the shit is sounding like. For sure, for sure. But I wanna ask you, man, so when's the last time you actually been in the studio and recording? And like when you go to the studio, how long do you stay in there? Well usually when I go to the studio I link up with my dog, like um my dog Hayes, my dog Hayes, Allah, shout out Hayes, Allah. He just dropped a new project. That's my dog right there. You know, to me personally, the like one of the best engineers I've worked with. 
Like, and that's, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But to me, like, with what I do and how my style go, he's one of the best ones. And I fuck with him heavy. So I fuck with uh, Hayes and Goody. And Goody, you know, he does all the mixing and mastering. He like, my, he's like, you know, what 40 is the Drake. He's my 40. Okay. But uh, for the most part, when I go in the studio, bro, I pretty much, it doesn't take me long to lay down the track because I already know what I want. I'll write down. So you write? Yeah, yeah. I'm a writer. Okay. Yeah. You're never, not, not a big freestyler? I mean... I freestyle I when I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could on a good day, but um, for the most part, I like the... It's, it really comes from what what is it that I've been going through recently type shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm going through or having a hard time or I'm handling... I'm dealing with too much... I'll just start writing some shit. Do you feel like do you feel like when you rap you have to rap what you do? Like do you feel like when you write your raps you don't you don't want to write something that's not real? That's are you, imaginary. Are you asking from a personal like for me personally yeah, you, rapping? You personally. I don't for me personally, I don't like rapping about shit that I don't do. Okay. I almost like majority of shit that I do rap about I've done, uh, the people around me have done, I've seen the people around me seeing, you know what I'm saying? It's all based upon experiences, you know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of it is metaphor too, so when I say, you know, <laughs> a Drop lot a of bar for me. Say, say some shit that you said in the song. Uh, out here in the woods and they got a nigga fucked up, fingers no bunny, so I gotta get a spunked up. Fingers no bunny, so I gotta get her spunked nah, up. Nah, about to finger us no bunny, so I'm about to get her spunked up. Yeah, about to finger us no bunny, so I'm about to get her spunked up. Yeah, okay. You know what spunked up mean? No. So, uh, I don't know if you ever watched like uh, British porn. What so, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a you, you run into you. Run, it's such that I ran into one time. Like I was watching this one bitch, uh, Aruba Jasmine. I think her name is. She white? She yeah. Okay. I, I guess, yeah. I mean her skin white, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's Caucasian. But she like one thick bad bitch and she uh <laughs> I'm watching it and you know how a nigga about the nut, he's like, oh, I'm about the nut or some shit. <laughs> and the nigga go, You want my spunk? And I'm like, What? <laughs> I'm like my spunk. So bro. one of your lyrics from your songs was inspired from a porno video. To an extent. Was she thick like Alexis Texas? She thick. She thick. She got ass. I mean, you can Google her. Mm. Aruba James. A R U B A. I mean, no, no, no. Aruba Jasmine. My fault. Yeah. No. I already got mine's off for the day, so I'm straight. <laughs> I'm good. But, uh, I'm Gucci. Maybe tomorrow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much that. That part, those verses I just said, pretty much, you know, middle of nowhere, like North Carolina, and then I hated it, and I was like, I'm out here in the woods, and they just got a nigga fucked up. Like, was it, you hated being in that part of North Carolina, was it because it's country? It was, was it because, like, what was it? I think it was a combination of things, but mostly because it was country. Like, it was like, it was like, it was one of those places where, you know, you in Tampa, but you living in Riverview, you think you can handle it because you're living in Riverview, but Riverview's really just Tampa. It's just the outskirts of Tampa. You yeah. you feel me? You know what I'm saying? But, like, if, if you can get to Tampa, 
or if you can get to a major city within probably approximately 30 40, minutes. Exactly. 20, 30 minutes. On a, on a good day, 25 minutes, it, 20 minutes. Exactly. Like, You're within the proximity of Tampa. You are considered to be Tampa. But I don't know, man. I feel like I never really had a problem with review. Let me tell you why. Because I lived in a city damn near my whole life. Yeah. And that shit is draining. You live in a city your whole life. That yeah. shit is is just draining. But Tam- but Tampa's one of those places where it's not it's not that crazy though. It's a good balance of both if you ask me. You can you can find your crowd of people in Tampa. If you want to party, you can go party. If you want to chill, you can chill. Yeah. You know, it's a good balance of both. That's good. White people got out there, cleaned the city up, got yeah. bike lanes and shit. <laughs> what, bro? Like the when I used to play little league over there in the hood, bro. Like that shit, literally, they literally cleaning all that shit up, bro. Over there by uh, Oakhurst and uh, over there by uh, North Boulevard Projects, over there by Blake High School. Like okay. they cleaning all that shit up. This shit's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Some a hey, man. It's sad to say, folks, but uh, gentrification could be a good thing. I mean, it depends. It depends on how you do it. Uh, it's like you moving the majority of the black people and black businesses out of the area. That's a bad way of doing it. Well, black business depends what your business is. Does it? How? Because in New Orleans, well, here's how I just know it in New Orleans. In New Orleans, like, okay, I remember in like after Katrina. So this is like 2010 type shit, 2010 type shit. Uh, it wasn't because like my grandma, rest in peace. She, like, well, my great-grandma, but, like, she lived in the heart of New Orleans, right? Like, right by the Superdome. She lived on Green and Short Street. Okay, so she lived, like, right there by Bourbon Street. Not right there by Bourbon Street, but you can catch, you can catch the uh, streetcar. Like, Uh New Orleans, they got buses, but, like, if you live in the city, you can catch the streetcar. Oh, so she wasn't that close to Superdome, was she? Nah, bro. I mean, to be honest, like, 15 minutes. Okay. Like, yeah, like, 15 minutes there. Now, is she, is she... I've been there. I've been there like twice. Is it Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, well, New Orleans. Okay, yeah, so. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was like this. It was kind of like when before, like, like right after Katrina, it was fucked up. Before it was like it was fucked up. Um, it was the hood for real. They oh, had yeah. businesses and shit like that, like black businesses. But yeah. like, I mean, to be honest, nine times out of ten, probably nah. Let's let's be more considerate. Like seven times out of ten, mm-hmm. these niggas didn't own the businesses that was in the community anyway. Uh-huh. And then like when the white people actually like came in, what they did is like my great grandmother she lived in a shotgun house. Now mind you, it was double sided, so it was bigger than what it seemed, but it was shotgun house, old shotgun house. Yeah. When the white people moved in that house because it was quote unquote prime area, they yeah. were selling that house, that same shotgun house for like seven hundred thousand, yeah. eight hundred thousand. White folks just buying it up, buying it eating up, eating that shit up, eating that shit because it was close to the city. Because before the city was too dangerous, white people didn't want to live in the city. Yeah, it was too dangerous. Because I mean, you still got people living under the bridges and shit over. Yeah, there. exactly. But once white people started, like, but, but also these people in this in the state, mm-hmm. they're Saints fans. They Pelicans fans. Yeah, yeah, they want to go to the games. They're tired of coming from fucking bumfuck Louisiana. Yeah, just to forty five minutes game. just to come to the game. They want to be able to jump on the streetcar and go to the game. Yeah. So they want to live down here, but they set it up. Hey man, like these people, like in New Orleans at least, what I can say is like you got white people and black people. Not Louisiana, 
because Louisiana's the home of David Duke. Yeah, yeah. They're going to never get that. David yeah. Duke, that's a home. But in New Orleans, the white folks, they don't have no problem buying from black-owned businesses. Like, they'll do that shit. If you yeah. selling king cakes, if you selling shrimp pole boys, Bruh, it don't matter. I think that's... I, don't, I, th- I think, think that that's with everything, though. Like, white people will go to black-owned businesses and buy a product. Now, talk about black ownership. Uh, this topic... I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me, and I've just been... It's been in my ear lately. I've been hearing it more often than not. Uh, how do you feel about segregation? Do you believe... Did you watch that Killer Mike? Um, that was one of the things that was in my ear, but okay. it was other stuff even before then that was like, you know, it opened my eyes about it. But, like, how do you feel about segregation? Do you think that benefited black ownership or... What do you think uh, it's going? Do you think in the long run it's going to make it even stronger than what it was before, or what? Uh, well, if you didn't watch, if you didn't watch the Killer Mike shit, the Killer Mike shit in this thing it said that um, the community that keeps the dollar in their community the most, I think, is Asians with uh, twenty four days. Mm-hmm. They keep a dollar in their community twenty four days before they release it. Then second place is whites with 21 days. Then Hispanics with like 13. But blacks, they're like the lowest of lowest. And they keep their shit in for six hours. Mm-hmm. And it's because like black people don't really own nothing. Like now, whose fault is that? Who knows? Oh, no. Whose yeah. fault is that? Yeah. Whose fault is that that somebody like Diddy or Jay-Z hasn't started making their own cars? They started making cars. Because mm-hmm. black people don't make cars. If you drive a Benz, you're driving some German man's car. If you're rich, you drive a Lambo, you're driving some Italian man's car. Mm-hmm. If you're driving a Ford, you're driving an uh, American white guy's car. I think is uh, even with clothing, bro, you got, Japanese. You, got, you got niggas out here would rather rock Gucci than their own boy's clothing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's just crazy. It's like, basically, what I think it is, it's like, I don't even think, uh, yeah, okay, because look segregation black people were uh better off as like a community as far as like wealth because you had no choice but the buy you from had your no own choice people, yeah, yeah exactly you ain't had no choice but now that you got choices and shit like that well i mean it just depends on the individuals i mean if you got a lot of black people because a lot of black people got this uncle tom mentality if you think that like white people shit is just naturally better better then you ain't never gonna spend your money. You the, ain't never gonna spend your money on a nigga. Yeah. Or if you come to a nigga, you gonna ask for the discount. For you sure. gonna try to like fuck him over and shit like that. I just like, but also like, just because you're a black business, I, I need you to create that quality. Yeah. I need you to create that quality. I need that professionalism. Yeah. Like I don't need you to have the black business and like you just think it's the greatest idea to employ your whole fucking family. And mm-hmm. you, your family's ratchet. You know what I'm saying? They'll yeah. fuck up the business. Like, I just wish that, like... Because black people are loyal to each other but family-wise. There's another the question I have. I'm over here asking questions like I yeah. run the podcast. But nah. uh, okay. Is, um, what is professionalism to you? Like, as far as in the black community... What, matter of fact, no. What is professionalism to you? Uh, to me, professionalism is doing things with ethics. You have an ethics code. Any okay. business that you get into, any business that you want to run, you they have an ethics. Mm-hmm. And ethics is always, they want to do things in a timely manner. They want to do things 
uh, as smoothly as they can. Mm-hmm. They if they have a customer service like line or some form of customer service set up, mm-hmm. and they do good business. Mm-hmm. And I don't because look, even though I'm not the type of nigga that like come back for refunds, it still turns me off at the end of the day. When I'm about to buy something and they're saying no refund policy, policy. I think I'm now. I'm thinking you about to sell me some bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. That's what I'm just thinking off the rip. You about to sell me some bullshit because, I mean, like, why wouldn't you take a refund policy? And I get it. They're like, nah. But I mean, come on, man. If it's if what you're doing is right, what you're doing is professional. You wouldn't have no problem refunding. Exactly, because you know they don't want to bring it back. You know what I'm saying, like. Shit like that is like what makes me think like professionalism. Yeah, because even with uh, I don't know, bro. I just feel like a lot of, even I did, you know, a lot of people have a bad perception of just not only what professionalism is, but um, just you know, people don't understand what black culture truly is, bro. You can go to a certain area, and you know. A dude can be very blood raw about himself, just upfront about who he is, what he doing. A dude can sit here and tell you, "Yeah, man, I got about thirteen kids." Blase, yeah. blase. Right. You know, you can go here, go there, but don't go there. Them niggas killing each other over there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like they keeping it blood raw with you, and some people would take it as like, "Oh, this guy's being abrasive," or you know, he's really just you know all in my face with it. But it's just you know, that's just. How passionate I feel like some people can be about not only where they're from, but just as a person and what it is that they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, I mean, like, like when I went to Birmingham one time, and it's just when you go to Birmingham, it's real different. It's real. It's for. It's just real. It's real poor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and then like you look around the area and you think it's like, damn, why is it? Why does it look like this? You feel right. me? Not saying it's not it's a bad place, but it just looks a little bit, you know, look like they're going through it a little bit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't help but think like think about all the history as far as civil rights and everything like that that went down in places like that, and we stand here about twenty plus years later, and they just coincidence you know it's a coincidence that those places that are areas in aren't doing too well you know what i'm saying i mean also like for the same time i mean as as there's more places like that that are struggling like black communities but like there's also like and i don't even like want to like keep like trying to counter with like oh man you know black people are doing great like i don't yeah, want to sound like no yeah. all the time but this is just like the truth like there's cities in America like D.C., cities in America mm-hmm. like Atlanta, yeah. where black people are thriving. Black people are out here making money in those cities, like D.C., Chocolate City, mm-hmm. Atlanta. Nigga, if you black, nigga, you good. Yeah, you but you good. good in Atlanta. You, you could good. be you could be something nice in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You could be something nice anywhere. But I'm saying mm-hmm. those cities are like heavily like Houston in Texas. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Houston, like a lot of black entrepreneurs. And the thing is, is like it's because like in that city. There's like this motive of like you have to do something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not enough. You have choices. Yeah, it's choices and like they created this like culture to where like it's not enough for you to uh buy some new jeans, some new J's on Saturday and hit the fucking hole in the wall bar 
and try to pick up the girls that you've been going to school with since elementary school. For sure. Like, that's the thing. Most people just marry somebody they fucking knew their whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, most people that stay in these towns. Like, if you live in West Virginia, right? West Virginia born. Your dad was West Virginia born. Your granddad was West Virginia born and raised. All the people West Virginia born and raised. And you grow up in West Virginia and you end up, you just work for the coal industry in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. You work for the factory. And, like, you're just there. Nine times out of ten, you're going to marry somebody from West Virginia. Virginia. And nine times out of ten, you're going to marry somebody that you knew or you knew of. You know what I'm saying? Like. Because that's your, within your comfort zone. Exactly. You're in the comfort zone at that point. Exactly. Yeah, but when you start, like, heading out and shit like that, this nigga's calling me. I'm not going to answer his phone call because he still owes me money. Nah. I swear to God, he still owes me money. Yeah. You know what I hate? When niggas owe you money, bruh, and, like, like, but look, man, we live in 2019. There's no fucking way that... Unless you're literally in some shit. Yeah. Unless you're literally in some shit, in some serious shit, in some business meetings or whatever. There's no fucking way you went seven hours without looking at your phone. Phone, yeah. Without looking at that it. Shit you know what I'm saying? Me, bro. Like, that shit irks me, Because it's like, bro, listen. I know you on your phone. It's just a given, bro. You are on your phone. Right, like, nigga, I know it. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a proven fact. That's why if, on your if phone, I hit bro. you up. And you don't respond, bro. Facts. I'm like, bro, okay, all right. You just being disrespectful at this point. Yeah, it's you like being mad, disrespectful. You being a whole hoe right now. What I think about it is like, here's what I think. I think like, either you sleep, either like you just ignore me, or you don't know what to say. Because some niggas be texting you with the bullshit. Some niggas text you with some shit where, like, nigga, how am I supposed to respond to that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I could get that. And, bro, I had to learn myself, like, everything that you get in the text, it yeah. don't deserve a response. Like, you don't got to respond to every text that you get. You don't got to respond. I used to always think, like, nigga, you got to respond. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Respond. You know what I'm saying? I used to let people leave me on, like, delivered or read or some shit. For but, real. like, now I'm like, nigga... Fuck you. You owe me bread. I'm like, bruh. And look, and it's crazy because, like, he only owes me $5. Mm-hmm. But still, nigga, you didn't respond to me telling you that you owe me $5, $5. until you wanted to talk to me again. Nigga, fuck you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, nah, I'm straight on that. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if I really answered your question on the whole music deal, though. But yeah, bro, we're not going to st- <laughs> we went on we went on rambling the whole time. But yeah, man, when I go to the studio, I let him, I pretty much just lay it down. Like I already know what I want. I already know how I want it to be done. Uh, my dog Hayes, he 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 throw some suggestions in there. I mean, we work pretty good together. We I got a question myself. See eye to eye. Yeah, what about it? Um, uh, so what's the for someone I know about music, mm-hmm. but like the. <sighs> What's the real difference from like the producer versus the engineer? I mean, some might even say that they both go hand in hand. To be honest, but me because I do produce music. Um, I mean, it's, the producer he puts the beat together, but for the most part, as far as mixing and everything, both of them go hand in hand. Um, I'll say really, to be honest with you, the engineer. 
the person that mixes and masters the song along with the one being producer is is just just as much as the producer is the doom that making the beat to be honest with you um I mean, even uh, even a rapper is even considered to be the producer if he wrote everything and, you know, laying it down. You feel me? Mm, I don't feel you on the rapper part. You're going to have to explain you that don't. some more. So, like, okay. what what? If, I mean, look, if I just come to you and be like, yo, I got this beat. You want to hear it? Like, yeah, let me hear it. I play the beat. It's like, oh, yeah, I can write to this. And you write to it. Yeah. How did you produce it? Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. It's so hard because it's like it all goes into one. If you were to look up, let's say, if you were to look up like a rapper and his song right now, right? Uh, song everybody labeled themselves differently. A rapper would put down, put himself down as a co-producer or producer. You feel me? Right. Even though, even if he did, it's just the way. It's the way how you look at it. It all depends on your preference. But me personally, I just, I, me personally, I, per, I prefer giving a producer all his credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do feel like I am co-producer to an extent because I'm the one that like kind of gave you the go. Like, hey, okay, I know what I want to do with the beat and how to switch the beat up. You know what I'm saying? So let's say this. Let's say this. All right. You get the beat. I rap on it. You get the engineer. The engineer, let's say he wants to put a drop in the beat. And the drop is where, let's say, like there's a pause in it. And then the bass just hits. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's part of production as well. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then the production part from the artist part is like, let's say like a an ad-lib can easily just be low-key part of the production. Right. It, like I said, it all depends on your, your perception of what production is. Right. Okay. I get you. So production, basically what you're saying is production could go... Much deeper than just making the beat. Beat. It really can. It, it's yeah. making the song. It can. Like the production is making the song. Mm-hmm. You're not considered. You're just considered the rapper in the terms of it. But mm-hmm. like, and as far as making the song, when you come up with the hooks and like when to put the hook, where to put the hooks mm-hmm. at, yeah. shit like that. Let's extend this part. Let's clip this part. Yeah. Let's put a drop yeah. in. I get it. Yeah. yeah, I get exactly what you're saying with it. I always decide, I always told myself if I ever did some music type shit, I'd be a producer because I don't want to fucking perform. I really don't. I mean, shoot, you don't have to. I mean, Metro Boom is still. Pro- I mean, it depends. Like, producer. So a lot of producers are like even some producers. It, it all goes hand in hand because pro- be like some DJ producers Esco. derive from being a DJ, and then once they know how to move the crowd or whatever, they know what they like in production. Yeah. And, you know, that's the same way with Manny Fresh, like you said, DJ Esco. Um, dudes from, um, you know, Dungeon Family. DJ Esco, the coolest motherfucking in, DJ in, in the world. world. Yeah, man. Future Hendrix. That's my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite artist. My favorite rapper is J. Cole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Favorite artist is Future Hendrix. Is he? Hendrix you know, I, I just came up with a little thing. I think. What should call it ages well with Future. I feel like Future can make music for years with his production. And yeah. That's Zaytoven. Zaytoven. I, like Zaytoven, like literally, bro. Zaytoven, you know, I used. I don't know if I still do have him on Snapchat, but I used to, and he used to, and he still played organ for the church. You know, and then when you have like those kind of sounds that Zaytoven have, right? It it just ageless, bro. Anybody can hop on that beat if you ask me. Yeah. A kid could, a grown ass man with 10 kids could, you know what I'm saying? Facts. An old man could, it's just ageless to me. 
it just it, it's complimentary to people uh, as Beethoven can be. Yeah. Speaking of ageless music, I don't see nothing wrong. Oh no. Nah, With a little bump and grind, I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> they didn't go ahead. Uh, you seen the interview, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen the memes and stuff. I haven't seen all of the... Uh... Well, the whole interview hasn't came out yet. Oh, it has? See, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah. I was like, bro, how are they getting clips of this? Like, social media is just... They, they're spoiling this shit. Like, they're, they they ruin some shit sometimes. But you can't... You can't... You can't... I would say they're spoiling... Look, the only thing... The only time you can really spoil something that hasn't came out yet is if you play... The best part of the interview, right? Yeah. But I feel like with this defense, Robert you Sylvester think- Kelly is acting a fool. Like, the best parts, I swear, like, this whole interview, R. Kelly, like, we have not seen the best. And if we have, there's other parts that are good enough to where, like, I still need to see that whole interview. This he, man was clowning. Yeah, bro. He 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 did he did his thing. <laughs> he, he turned up. <laughs> clowning, bro. He turned up. Bruh. But uh, I don't know, man. I feel like like man, the things he doing is absurd. It's, <laughs> it's just like, damn, like, bro, you really out here doing that? With that being said, I think some of the holding girls captive part is a little bit. A little bit like tweet. you don't think he did that. Um, he could have, but I really don't think he's holding them against their will. I was watching the um the Lifetime documentary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I seen that too. Surviving R. Kelly. Surviving R. Kelly. And one of the ladies legit said, you know, she got tired of his shit, so she packed up her stuff and walked out the door. That doesn't sound like you're being held against your will to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, here's what I think. I think R. Kelly, obviously he's sick. Because oh, for sure. anyone that thinks for sure. that motherfucker is, is sick, he's out of his he mind. Of his like, mind. literally, <laughs> here's the thing about this. I think as if you're 36 years old, right? Yeah. Like, how old are you right now? 22. 22. Imagine you being 14 years older, right? But you think 17 and 16 year old girls are attractive. And, and, like, attractive enough where you want to fuck them. Like, you know, bro, R. Kelly, you know. Like, that's weird to me. And it's crazy to me I don't because even, I'm Kelly not the only I one. fuck bitches that's 16, Listen, 17. bro, I don't even like Ariana Grande because she looks like a 10-year-old to me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks, she looks like a kid. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I'm really specious about it because, bro, listen. They said this man, after he graduated and dropped, I think, what was it, 12 play? Who? At, uh, R. Kelly. Okay. When he dropped 12 play, this dude was still hanging around high, like the high school, bro. Bro, he fucked Aaliyah. She was 15. Yeah. All that. And then he lied. He got a, he got a 15-year-old pregnant. And then he lied on a marriage license to say she was 18. The only reason he married her is A, so he could avoid jail time, and B, so she could get an abortion. Wow, that's crazy. You know what's crazier than that, though? What's that? He's peeing on 13-year-old girls. That, yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> I almost fucking spilled my drink. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spilled that, my drink, bro. That shit is out of pocket, is it? <laughs> That shit is wild, bro. Chill. You woke up. You woke up. spilled you the said, drink. damn, boy. I, I, you know, I got to use the bathroom. 
No, and then you taped it. Taped it. Taped it. That's just, I just, I. No. I lost the words, bro. But like I said, bro, they going, they, listen, man, R. Kelly, this is R. Kelly we talk about here. And it's sad to say, but the majority of his victims are black women. Facts. And where the white hoes at? He ain't showing no diversity in his uh, in his victimization. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He had that one Asian lady on there, or was she Asian or uh, Colombian or something? I don't know. Yeah, she like was that. Spanish. But besides the point, man. I don't know, man. I think we just need to take better care of our black women, and our black women just be getting hell right now. You know, just regardless of what it is, they be getting hell. Facts. That shit scared the hell out of me. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, yeah, he but. just he want to leave, but. I don't care. He shouldn't have came up here anyway. Yeah. That's his fault. He's going to have to chill till I'm done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, bro. He, uh, yeah, bro. They're going to twist it around, bro. They're going to twist it. They're going to play with them. They're going to play with the women. They're going to play with the victims. And, like, um, them lawyers are really going to just twist their words and everything. Because the, I think the biggest things that they're going to argue is the fact that this lady, she said she up and left. Without you know what I'm saying, and then another one is um, what was the other one? Yeah, that was kind of iffy to me. Who and like this? Uh, oh, R. The, R. the parents, the parents, bro. Mm-hmm. They're signing their parental rights over to R. Kelly. Like, why would you do that? That like, bro, that those two things right there are enough to throw the jury off. You feel me? Of course. Yeah. You feel me? Like. A weak jury, or not even, not even really a weak jury, that can throw people off. If the parents are at fault for signing over parental rights to R. Kelly for money, and they can prove that, I don't know, man. You ain't lying though. You're know. not lying about that. If you on the jury, I'm not saying and, I want the man to be free around here peeing on 13. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm saying, saying that either. But I'm saying like, if you ain't lying though, like if you, if you try, if you're saying that. He took these girls against their will or whatever. Or, But the, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it, the whole situation. The thing about it is it's like regardless, like even if they did sign over the, um, even if you did sign over the parental rights, it's kind of like, how do I say it? You still were having sex with underage women and that's illegal. For one, for one, they got to prove that. For two, is the girls that he's sleeping, the girls that he's sleeping with that are underage, are they willing to come up and say that? I don't know if you saw the other clips of the interview with his two girlfriends, but they are very adamant and serious about their relationship with R. Kelly. Like, they are not about to give him up anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, damn. Like, they are protective about uh, about dude. Like, they were ready to go to war for this guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just, oh, it's just crazy. And it's crazier to me that they go to war for dude if he's sitting around here and he got, what is it, uh, got, uh, fucking, is it herpes? Gen- I don't know what he got. He got some shit. He gave it to some girl. I don't know this, what she claiming. I don't know. But, I mean, she said she has it. So, I mean, she, I don't know. I just know that, uh, if he get 30 years, that's like a life sentence. <sighs> Brutal. Getting thirty years at fifty-two years old is a life sentence. 
That's crazy, bro. I was just watching something the other day where TK's co-defendant, he got sent, what was it, 30 years? Yeah, he took a plea for 30 years. Plea for 30 years, yeah. You got to think about it, bro. You take a plea for 30 years? He's only 19. He won't won't see the light of day until he's near 50. And here's the thing about it, right? You took a plea for 30 years. That's 30 years until you're eligible for parole. Parole. You, like, how many niggas get paroled the first time they go up on a parole board? You know what I'm saying? But Texas don't fuck off with that. They are harsh with that shit. Yeah. They do not play off with that shit. Bro. No, exactly. Like, like Texas is very strict about the law. I remember when I used to live over there, bro, my sister was trying to get a driver's license. I don't think she, get, she couldn't get a driver's license until she was, like, 19 or some shit what? like that. Because the, like, racing or whatever was so bad over there. Facts. It Look, was crazy. Bro, like... So that makes you think, if TK's co-defendants are taking 30, 20, 25 years, what do you think that nigga's going to get for trying to take it to trial? He might get the death penalty. He fucking around. I hope not, man. The kid's still young, bro. He got so much talent. I'm a fan. I fucks with him. It's just, I don't know, man. I hope not. It's just he in the wrong state to be pulling that shit, really. Facts. (laughs) Texas is, Texas don't give a fuck. I'm going to look up his Murder, She Wrote lyrics. That nigga be spitting some no, crazy shit. No, Murder, She Wrote. Oh, you talking about, oh, never mind. Ran off with some hope, and you ran off with a, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he said, ran off with some hope, and he ran off as a ghost. Chopper with a stock and a dick and a scope. She said she was asleep. She said, take it now and work. Nope. She said, take it now and woke. Come her bitch throat. Oh, 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 oh. Look, he said... Try to play me like a pussy nigga and it won't work. Chop it with a stock and it's going to kick, but it won't hurt. Turn his bitch sideways. Rip him like some homework. Sneak up on his trap under the bed like a monster. Pop up out the cup with the chopper who's the owner. Today you're not a trap star. Today you are a donor. (laughs) Take care, bro. This nigga is real as fuck, bro. Like, that's crazy. Crazy, bro. What the fuck? I hope you get out, though. I yeah, know. I mean, Damn. as fucked up as it sounds, bro, I won't take it out. As fucked up as it sounds. But he's only, okay, he's not. He's he committed not, that crime when he was 17. Exactly. He's only a kid, bro. He's only a kid. <laughs> like, when Boosie, Boosie was, how old was Boosie when he went through his deal? He was a grown-ass man, wasn't he? I mean, still fairly young, but he was grown as hell. But Boosie beat his case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You feel me? He beat his case. No, wait. I thought he did time though. Yeah, he did time, but he, he was. They was gonna give him the death penalty. I think he didn't get. He didn't. He got caught up on some other shit. Let me see. Boosie, what I type in? Boosie jail record. Let me see. <clears throat> Cause like he did time, but it wasn't for murder. You don't do three years for murder. Damn, so don't. And he was in Louisiana. He said he was on. He was on death row. That's what I thought. Yeah. uh, He was serving nearly five years on possession of marijuana charges. Oh, I didn't even know that. Facts. He was in jail for some weed. Ain't that bad a bitch. I can't believe you're in 2019. They're still doing that shit. I mean, for him, that was like 20-something. Still. It's not the fucking 70s. Shit. Them niggas in down south, like Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, they don't give a fuck. They don't, bro. They, they don't give a fuck, nigga. We wear big belts. Oh, oh. We talk that. Oh, we got ourselves a colored boy here. 
He's smoking on this uh, can of bass. <laughs> that wacky tobacco. That. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bullshit. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, nah. He's smoking on that wacky tobacco, and uh, we don't like that, so we're going to take this color boy down to the station. While they take his stash <laughs> and lock his ass up. <laughs> Smoking that shit in the cop car, like. Oh, so these what these color boys be smoking? So wait a second, this is what these color boys be smoking and giving to our daughters that make them want to fuck them. Nah. <laughs> hey, hey, John, they, they over here smoking this reefer, fucking our women. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking our women. <laughs> Nah, bro. John, we can't have that. We gotta lock this color up for a couple years, buddy. Make sure he know what he did. He messed up when he came down to the south. Yeah, he did. We, yeah, we, you remember on Life? They did that on Life, bro. What? You remember Eddie Murphy and um, Martin Lawrence movie Life? And they had came down here. They were bootlegging, but they didn't get arrested for bootlegging. They had pinned the murder on them that they didn't do. You ain't seen that movie, bro? I don't watch movies like that. Oh, bro. You I might have to watch it now. Yeah, you do. It's hilarious, <laughs> bro. But it, ha- but it's one of those movies where it's good comedy, but it got a good story behind it. Right. A great story behind it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really. That's a that's a movie. That's a movie that I I think it's a bit underrated. Just a little bit yeah, underrated. I feel you. It is because I guess when people like, is it? A, it's not a comedy, right? It is. It's like a. Because when Trauma people comedy, when people see Eddie Murphy in a movie, they automatically write it off as a comedy because he's a comedian. Yeah, I mean, but the cast on there is ridiculous too. You got Anthony Anderson, and then you got Bernie Mac on there, and then you got uh, fuck, yeah, quite a few people on. Sanaa Lathan, I mean, she ain't funny, but <laughs> but she's she's like an A list black actress, top top notch. Oh. See? See, he's scratching on a door. Yeah. My dog, he be scratching on a door, but I don't care. He might get lucky because my cup is empty. <laughs> he might get lucky. Hey, man, keep the uh, keep the audience entertained. I'm going to go pour up another cup and uh, let this dumbass dog out. Okay. Keep him entertained. Tell him about some shit. <laughs> so, yeah, bro. Best believe it, bro. I got, I'm working on this new project, bro. I got this new project coming out. It's gonna come out, you know. I'm keeping on the DL. I ain't gonna get too much about it, but I'm working on it, you know. Uh, been in the studio with my dog Hayes. Been it's mixing master by my dog Hayes and Goody, and you know that shit. That shit gonna be fire, bro. Uh, produce. Yeah, uh, producers got uh, Seven Spell. Uh, my boy Hurt Boy. My eyes be like shit. Um, and Charles Glow, bro. That shit gonna be so fire, bro. Just just wait on it, bro. I got y'all. We take care of y'all, bro. I whooped a nigga ass in 2K before I got on here. Oh, yeah? Hell yeah. I had the all-time Spurs. Where my T at? I had the all-time Spurs. <laughs> he had the all-time Bucks. I wasn't playing with that nigga. It was a good game. I was uh I was about to lose, but you know, I stayed I had persevered. Yeah. To the dub. I got two steals with forty six seconds left. No. Forty six seconds left. He tried to inbound a ball. I stole it, scored. Then I think it was then I was up by two. He tried to hurry up and inbound it because he thought he had me. Still. I stole it again, yeah, and I scored again. I was like, good game, nigga. Ah! I, was, <laughs> I was like, good game, nigga. I fucking I uh like the next time he inbounded, I let him inbound it. I fouled him. 
And after I fouled him, I called a timeout, and I just put all free throw shooters in the game. We were just going to shoot them late game free throws and take this home, baby. Like, But, yeah, I had the all-time Spurs. I had Kawhi Leonard, Tony Parker, George Gervin, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Ooh. He had Oscar Robinson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Ray Allen, because he had all-time Bucks. Bucks, yeah. Yeah, he had all those niggas, bro. We was ball. He had Giannis, the Greek freak. Like, Damn. I was like, okay, nigga, I'm going to put Kawhi on this nigga. Lock this nigga up, man. <laughs> put this nigga in, in the correctional facility. Like, no. fuck yeah. But that was lit, though. I'm not going to lie. What the hell are we talking about? Before I fucking poured up another drink. We were talking about a bunch of shit. We had hit R. Kelly, but we had went into the bunch of other we shit. We went to the deep end. Yeah, we did. That's what I'm saying. Tell me. Oh, I, damn. I forgot to bring this up. Did you hear about the uh, first cousins in Colorado? They got married? Mm-mm. I don't think I want to know about that shit, bro. You remember, bro, have you, you remember, I don't know if you ever saw it on IG, but it was like these two cousins that went to Newsom High School, bro. Okay. And they were down for each other, like down for each other. Like they had like a caption that said blood couldn't even make us closer or some shit like that. Wow. Gross, bro. I mean, that's what the Kings back in the day used to do. Back. Keep, the, keep the keep the bloodline pure. But like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck your cousin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Not your first cousin, though, bro. No, no, no. Maybe the first cousin, yeah. Okay, back then, they back probably then, fucked yeah. anybody, yeah, bro. But, I mean, like, damn, bro. Like, okay, like, way back when, I think it it's safe to say that it was okay to, like, probably marry, like, a long-distance cousin. Yeah. For sure. Like, well, back, what are you talking about? Back in the King's days? No, 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 no. More like... Kings, well, yeah, Kings Day, Travel Day, whatever. It was cool to marry your first cousin. But I mean, like, as far as like being approved of, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that wasn't approved of. I mean, shit, white people approve everything, but damn near, folks. (laughs) But like, for like, for for you to be like, oh, that's not too crazy to do. I think like, you know, if it if you had a uh, long distance cousin, it was cool for you to you know get it in. I guess. Which, how you feel about that, though? Fucking your first cousin? No, not your first... Fuck that. Hell fucking no. your family members? <sighs> Damn, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> no, I'm talking about... saying, bro. Like, like what, are you, what are you asking me? Like, That's like, what I'm bro, saying. Like, like, listen. Okay, now let's say, like, you don't even know... Like, let's say... Uh, let's say... Fuck. What would be a good example, bro? Um, I don't know. You're going to have to tell me, bro. Your dad's great aunt... Great granddaughter. Your dad's great aunt, great great. No, no, I'm good. No, you wouldn't? No. Really? Yeah. Bro, let's look. Let me look up the fucking the world population. How many people? But listen, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, no, no, no. I'm not even talking about the world population. I'm talking about, okay, here's the scenario though. What Seven if, and a half billion. What if you're, okay, what if, let's say this. What if you're, um, on an island, and you have your tribe, my tribe, just just your your, your family tribe. And like I said, bro, why are you trying to get me to say I'll fuck my cousin? <laughs> but because I, I honestly feel like back in the day, is Loki. That's how 
Yeah, that's but this back in the day. Yeah. You, oh the, yeah. If I can help it, I'm definitely not doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, hands down. But I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I mean, back in the day, like you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, because here's the thing: like when you fuck your cousin and you get your cousin pregnant, you're doubling up on everything. You're just doubling up. If like you're doubling up on the good and you're doubling up on the bad. <laughs> So he oh might be. A, God, it's bro. like if you get a, a fucking if you get two pit bulls from the same like mom and you breed them. But we're talking about your great aunt, like your great aunt's great granddaughter. Uh, obviously, it's your it's your cousin. That's still. what I'm saying. So you run that risk. I mean, you being a special. You ask me, everybody, a little inbred shit. Yeah, it could be it could be special ed though. A higher chance. Oh of being special no ed. no no! That's only if you fucking your sister. Now you, <laughs> you fuck your sister. She dead. Some Alabama shit. Yeah, bro. That's, nah, that's out of pocket. I, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't get involved in nothing like that. I can't get jiggy with that. That's uh, man. Speaking of that, Robert Kraft got court on the twenty eighth. Man, he getting off of that shit. Oh, of course he's getting off. And even if he didn't get off, bro, he ain't going to no fucking prison. He going to one of them rich prisons. I mean, he got look. It's a misdemeanor. You don't go to prison for a misdemeanor. Oh shit! I didn't even know. He had a mis- I didn't know the specific. He had a misdemeanor for a solicitation of prostitution. Uh, what I just find like, like funny about the whole situation is that he flew down from Boston to Florida on to the morning of caught. the what to just get caught. No, 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 it's, not even, not. it's not even just to get caught. It's like, bro, you flew down from Boston to Florida to go to a prostitution ring. Right? Yeah. To pay $78 for some cheeks. For some Asian cheeks, you pay 78 bucks. Bruh, you telling me you could have just fucked some hoes in Boston? There's hoes in Boston. Like, and bruh, he, he went there. He walked in at 10.59, left out at 11.13. It wasn't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole thing wasn't worth it, bro. I mean, it was cheap, but shit, nigga, it wasn't worth it. Like, that's the way I look at it. This girl is blowing me. I'm turning my phone on. Do not disturb for the rest of the night. I'm so glad it's damn spring break, bro, because I got senior writers like a bitch. Man, I don't feel like doing shit no more, bro. Nothing at all, bro. I can't wait till I graduate, nigga. Literally, the day I graduate college, May 4th, man. Yeah, I graduate college. This shit is gonna be fucking lit, nigga. Trying to get this bread. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna be so drunk. I'm gonna be so smacked on my graduation party. It's not even gonna be funny. Oh yeah, I'm invited. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> my grandma and shit gonna be here too. I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah. I'm getting fucked up in front of them. Hell yeah. I, I plan on throwing um three parties that weekend. Bet. The first one. The first one's gonna be like a family exclusive. That's gonna be on Friday night. It might not even be a party. It might are you, like you going to have them all here? Yeah. They coming in. What you trying to do? Have a kit back or what? Well, I'm going to break it down. Friday night is going to be like a dinner. Like a family dinner or whatever. Right. Sat- Saturday, the day of graduation. Graduation at 9 o'clock in the morning. I expect to be home, back home by like 12. I expect to have a party start at like 4 or 5. And they just end when it ends. Uh-huh. And um, and then Sunday is for the church folk. That's why I'm gonna put the liquor away. Uh, <laughs> boy, you see my dog planning that shit out. Mm-hmm. But Saturday, 
nigga is going fucking down. Like, bruh, it's it's lit. Oh yeah. And not to sound like some narcissistic, egotistical asshole, but anytime I don't even want to say because it's not for everybody. Yeah. Anytime a graduation happens, niggas is breaking bread. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah, paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, here, nephew. I got you. Nephew. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, here, nephew. Yeah, man. I'm proud of you, boy. Like, let, let that shit be some dumbass change, bro. I'd be <laughs> mad as fuck. Twenty dollars. I'm a grown ass man. Exactly. I'll put two fifty or something. Exactly. Like, bro, you better add another zero behind yeah, that I'm twenty, nigga. What the fuck? Bro. Throw two hundred on me right now, <laughs> right nigga. Fucking now. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that shit right there, it's going like, I'm gonna get paid. I'm be. I, I'm gonna have all my friends here. It's gonna be fucking lit. Bleh. I'm gonna be burning hella trees. Bleh. I'm gonna be nigga. The fucking cabinet. The alcohol is gonna be stacked. Bleh. Like I'm just trying to pace myself so I don't pass out. Miss the party. Bleh. I did that on my um on my high school graduation party. High school I did that shit. I passed out mid party. That nigga uh you know Thuggins right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course you know Thuggins. I'm tripping. Duggins was Duggins was upstairs playing pool. I think he was playing against my dad. Yeah. I was passed out on the couch. No, really? Mm-hmm. Were you drunk? Mm-hmm. Passed out. Nigga, I could not handle that shit. No. Not at all. Damn. Not a damn minute. I couldn't, bro. I couldn't hold on. Yeah. So. Hold on. Huh? That's a song. Hold on. Hold on. Have you seen the, uh, fuck. Have I seen what? Uh, new edition. The new edition shit. Nah. Damn. Boy. What is it? It's a, it's like a biopic. <clears throat> really? Bobby Brown, Ralph, all of them. Mike, all that good shit. You ready to be done with college football? What position do you play? I play offensive guard, bro. Right guard, left guard, doesn't matter? It don't matter. It doesn't? It doesn't. Hmm. It does not matter at all. Play both. Started at both. Really? Yeah. You start now? Nah. Okay. Nah. When did you start? I started uh, two games last year. Uh, Illinois and Eastern Carolina. Yeah, bro. I did my thing. Okay. I held it down. We got that dub. You feel me? <laughs> I held it down. Is the atmosphere... How's the atmosphere playing D1 college football? How's the atmosphere like? Man, listen, bro. Um, it, damn, bro. It's indescribable, bro. Truthfully. You get out there, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just football. But it's just like, damn. It's like, wow. I was really on ESPN... When you sit back and look at it, it's kind of crazy. Right. It really is. It's, it's a lot to take in. You just don't think about it because, bro, there's so much going on, and the shit is just so hard to do. It's, it's not easy, bro. It's hard to do. It's just a lot to take in. That's the reason why it's like, you know, uh, when it comes to, like, you know, uh, the music aspect of things, I just be like, you know, that shit just going to prepare me for what it, whatever it is I decide to get involved in life. You feel me? You ain't going to never experience that type of pressure like you're going to experience that. Like, starting on Soldier Field, bro. Soldier Field? Chicago? Yeah. That's where they play Illinois at? Yeah. 
Excuse, uh, listeners. I got to blow my fucking nose. <laughs> yeah, Woo! bro. I was like, damn, bro. Like, I can tell my kids, hey, bro, I, you know, I, I played there. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, don't, y'all ride commercial flights, right? No PJ? Uh, I really don't. Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to call them, yeah. We take a flight, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Allegiant. Y'all be having, what y'all be having, dinner on the flight, too? Hell no. Hell no? Hell no. Don't, don't. What's don't. on the flight? Uh, a, a goodie bag, crackers, Snickers. I never eat that shit. That shit's gross. I hate Snickers. What? I hate Snickers. You must be a communist. Call me what you want, bro. I hate Snickers. You like Reese's? Love them. Okay. You're not too bad. You uh, might be a socialist. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I, I hate Snickers, though. Nigga told me in ninth grade, hey man, if you hate Snickers, you're a communist. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that? Was that at, uh... Nah, this was in Maryland. Oh, uh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You didn't come to our sophomore year, right? Yeah, I didn't come down here till sophomore year. That's when shit got crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was man. lit, though. I ain't gonna lie. I met hella white people. That's how it is. Or was. I don't know how it is now. Riverview got hella. Riverview's the C school now. You know that, right? No, I'm being dead. What ass. was it when we went? In A, was it? Yeah. Oh, uh, we were good, I guess. I know the class before us that graduated. Psh, them motherfuckers weren't shit. They ain't the do 2014? shit. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, bro. I heard shit. about it. They weren't shit, bro. What do you mean by they weren't shit? They weren't shit. We were better than them. Fuck that. Thirteen was no, bro. My twenty sixteen wasn't that bad though. I mean, but the class after this, a lot of people they doing like sort of productive stuff. Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. Nah, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, but I, I want you to go back on 2014. Like, what do you mean they weren't shit? They weren't shit, bro. There was a bunch of scumbags in 2014. Scumbags? There's some scumbags in 2014. I ain't even going to ask you to name drop. Oh, they will name no, drop. We'll name know. drop when we cut this off. Straight. But, bro, listen. It's just straight dirt bags, dog. What's a dirt like, bag? And, and then my thing is, like, it doesn't have to be. I'm saying that both negative but yet positive. Like, uh, like it's hard. How is it ever positive to be a dirtbag? But listen, in my mind, it's like I'm fucking with them. But at the same time, it's like they dirtbags, bro. They ain't shit. They are not shit, bro. I threw a house party on New Year's. I think it was going into 2016. Or nah, it was going into 2017. New Year's. Yeah. It was lit. I fucked with them. But a lot of people that attended what? that party. Talk about 2014? No. It was 2016 going oh, into 2017. Oh. He was at a party in 2016? I I threw a party. Uh, Here. Uh, I threw a house party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Damn. Never again. But I bet. Like, if, I throw a, if I throw another party, I'm getting an Airbnb. I'm getting a mansion Airbnb and I'll throw it. Oh, is that what you're going to do for the when you graduate? Uh, No, I'm going to do it that summer. Oh, do it. I'm going to do it that summer. You Look. Should, you, should, you should do a show. A show? A show. What you talking about? Talking about getting some people to perform type shit. That shit get lit. Real lit. That shit would be... And then that shit would help the podcast. Too. What I gotta... What I gotta have them... Like, okay, you talking... That's that's not a bad idea. But what I'm saying is, it's like... What do I gotta have these... Like, what do I have to give them in return? Uh, How many people kind of... Well, <laughs> no. So here's the thing. Let's back this up. Here's the thing. So... What I want to do this summer, right? Yeah. I want to throw a party 
in a in an Airbnb mansion, right? Yeah. I had this. I got this location. It's in um, North Miami, right? Now check this out. Exactly. Right. You said ah. Is that it's in North Miami? It's eighteen bedrooms, thirteen bathrooms. No. It's a villa. No. It literally has at least like. 14 acres is sitting on. So there's no neighbors. You can get loud as fuck as you want. You could do whatever you want. There's no neighbors. It's a whole villa. Right? So check this out. My thing was this. If I throw, like, and only reason, not the only reason, but like, I want to throw this party. But the only reason I'm doing it so big is because I got my niggas from Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. My niggas from Maryland, like my homeboys I grew up with. I'm like, yo, y'all come down. And they're like, yeah, we'll come down. So I want to show them like a good time when they come down. Bruh, so we'll do, stay there. I, know, I, I, I got some niggas from North Miami too. And then, oh man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Look, should it be out of pocket? That's what I'm saying. That shit get crazy bro. real quick. That bitch, Look. That bitch won't even be our Project X. That'd be Project Z right there. Bruh, exactly. <laughs> bruh, literally. Here's what I'm saying. So look, the plan is to have them niggas fly in. On like a Wednesday, right? Yeah. We don't go down there and check in until Friday morning, yeah. right? So they come down here Wednesday. We chill at my crib till like Friday. We just do shit, local shit yeah. to, from Wednesday to Friday. Well, Wednesday to Thursday night, really. Friday morning, we on the road. We in Miami. We get to Miami, right? Yeah. We check into the mansion. We just enjoy the mansion. We go down like to Miami, do whatever we got to do down there, right? But Saturday, I'm going to have a party Saturday night, right? Uh-huh. Saturday, all day Saturday, we basically prep for the party and shit like that. People slide. And then, like, Saturday night, we throw the banger. <laughs> Sunday, we clean up. And then Monday, we check out. And then we dip. And then, like, <laughs> we just come back and do whatever. And here's the thing. My thing was, like, I want to do the party in Miami, but at the same time, it's just kind of like when you're doing a party in Miami, most of the people, like, they live in the Tampa area, this area right here. But people so they got to get willing, down to Miami. People are willing to go down to Miami, though. Like, even right. But then again, I don't know. Maybe it's just spring break and everybody's talking about going This would be over the summer. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm just in the mindset of, you know, spring break. Because everybody's willing to go to Miami during spring break. I don't know. Um. If they just want it down to do that for some random weekend during the summer. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, maybe that if we had people performing. Yeah, like, you, yeah, that would be lit. Like, people, I mean, like I said, I mean, either way, people would come. But like you said, if your target area is Tampa, it's still going to be kind of We suspect. want you to come four and a half hours away. And, and here's the thing. It's not even that we want you to come four hours away, four and a half hours away to join a party. Like, because when you come, you're going to get fucked up. You're yeah. going to get fucked up. But, like, I'm not letting these niggas stay there. Uh-huh. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. So, like, these people, like, they got to get a hotel. Unless you're going to drive back to my... Go drive back to Tampa that night. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. no, you're not. Like, you can be too trash. Like, yeah, yeah. So, you're going to have to get a hotel for the night. I mean, these niggas can get a hotel for the night. I'm pretty sure they'll do that. Like, get a hotel for, like, Saturday night. Yeah. Check out, like, dip. But that's the main thing. But, yeah, I never thought about that. Like, having some people that, like, just come and perform. And, like... it never be wrong, bro. Yeah. It, I mean, Tampa need more people like that, bro. I mean, it's just so many people. It's just... Tampa can be so toxic at times when it comes to things like that. I feel you. 
nobody want to work with each other. Everybody got beef somehow, some way, and it's just like you kind of get over it, and it's like you don't want to deal with it. It's just it's good to have a fresh face and be like, you know what, hey, just come through, have a good time. Pretty much, my thing was like I would let the hoes stay, some hoes. Oh, wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, it wouldn't have it. And like, it's eighteen bedrooms. Six of my niggas, like, we would stay. It's 18 bedrooms. Me, we got 12 other bedrooms. Yeah. Some of my niggas that, like, you got to be my nigga. Like, I would let you, like, just slide to Miami and crash for the night. Like, for sure. For like, sure. for free. Just let you crash. Like, let you turn up and just crash. But other niggas and, like, niggas that just slide in, like, nah, bro, you can't you can't crash here, bro. Like, you can't just, just fall asleep in here, nigga. You better go stay at the Red Roof Inn. Mm-hmm. Nah, you gotta go check in at the Motel Six. Red nigga. Roof Inn, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you was shit on Red Roof Inn, I used to stay there. For real, not permanently, but like I used to stay in uh, In Town Suites as a jet. You know what In Town Suites is? Nah, I haven't. It's rare to find one, but we lived in that bitch for like a couple months. Really? Yeah, for sure. Damn, brutal. And it was like in St. Pete Clearwater area. And I don't know if you've been over there, but anything St. Pete Clearwater is quite sketchy. It has some nice ass places, but I can believe it is pretty sketchy too. It can be, bro. It can be. Yeah. Fuck. Damn. We've gone on an hour and three minutes. Don't feel like it, does it? Uh, it, it felt kind of long, but, you know, I mean, mm hmm. I don't know. I'm always down for a conversation. Yeah. Conversations, conversations, they last, but I mean, I feel like, sometimes I feel like the conversation isn't lasting as long because we like go on these mini rants about like different yeah, shit. Yeah, random shit, like for real. Like, we be forgetting, like, like you forgot about what was we wanted to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but you just go on these mini like rants, yeah. but like. Uh, last time we had a really good podcast. I just got to tell people that will listen. We had a really good podcast, but I fucked up. I'll take ownership for this. Mm-hmm. I fucked up because my computer was telling me for like a week straight that I need to clear storage, clear storage, clear storage. I was like, okay, whatever, nigga. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we shot an hour and like 50 minute podcast and the shit did not save. And I was blowed. And now I take every warden as far as storage series. Uh, so before we shot this, I deleted, like, everything. <laughs> I deleted school shit. Oh, yeah? I don't care. This is, I have two months left, and I'm done. I graduate college. Two months. I don't care anymore. You don't care. But, don't blame me, bro. Oh, man, that sounds so good. Yeah, it sucks. But what we're going to do is we're going to play in uh, an outro of whatever song you choose. And we're going to get the hell up out of here. For sure, for sure. I just want to let the folks know that do listen. Thank you for listening. I'm going to try my best to get an actual schedule. So, like, maybe I'll drop every Wednesday. Maybe I'll drop a podcast every Saturday, Friday, whatever you, whatever works. But other than that, I thank you all for listening. This is episode five. And you got anything to say? No, man. Hey, go to Ghost of Kid. Follow me on SoundCloud, Twitter, um, IG. My IG and SoundCloud. You can find me at the same thing, at Ghost of Kid, G-H-O. 
S T T H A Kid. And you can follow me on Twitter at Flowboy813. Flowboy, boy with an I, B O I. Yeah, man. Much love, Ghost of Kid. Much love. And folks, we're going to play. Um, I might put in like a, a clip of one of my just, you know, songs I've been listening to lately. And then. I'm going to put in uh, Ghost of Kids song, so you can listen to that. And I'm going to drop his uh, SoundCloud link. I'm going to drop his link in the chat. And we're yeah, just going to yeah, skirt yeah. up out of here. Thank you for listening. And this is episode five. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Ghost. Yo. What? Hey. Yo. Hey. Hey. Out here in the woods and they got a nigga fucked up. Yeah, I know where you live Yeah, I'm on my stock of shit Your girl just picked up the kids Yeah, your mama live off PV Up in Brandon next to CC's Your grandma next to 4 way Where them crackheads and them fiends be Don't take this shit to heart, my nigga This shit ain't personal It's business that's unfinished, my nigga It's irreversible You killed a main man, please don't complain You was thinking shit was sweet And then when I would've bang Stay close to your friends, but even closer to your enemies. As you can see, I do this shit religiously. Come fuck with me. Smash, then I get that cash, uh. Smash, then I hit that photo dash, uh. Swag, I'm trying to cop a bag, ayy. Swag, that shit, it got you mad. You talk that shit on Twitter, too afraid to put up your location. Pull up on your IG, you got money going on vacation. Niggas getting bold, hella swole with they mouth. Don't let me catch you slipping, my nigga, I'll call you out, ayy.